What is up, everyone? Welcome to Toffee Blues USA, your source for all things Everton, American style. I am Jerry. Jo- you know, I back again. You know, uh, joined uh, by by. It's been too long. Jake Holton is back. Jake, missed you, buddy. How are you? Yeah, Jerry, I missed you too, man. I am doing fine. I'm doing just fine. Good, good. I, I like how we just pretended like we weren't talking for 33 minutes before. We yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 This is the first time I asked him how he's doing. Totally, totally the first time. Uh, <laughs> so everybody, very, very excited to be uh be doing this show. It's uh we are recording on Wednesday evening. So if uh if while we're giving a preview you're listening and you're like, oh hold on, didn't they do that? Thursday that gave information no we didn't hear it because we're recording on Wednesday yeah and uh, it's interesting we're doing this and the hope is we somehow figure out a way to be finished before nine o'clock because what happens Wednesday nine o'clock Jake what does happen on Wednesday at nine o'clock I don't know I think he I think he does know I just didn't prep him for this question at all. And so I'm totally laying him out in the desert right now. Yeah, under the bus. Get under there. <laughs> uh, there. There's a game that starts at 9 p.m. that is important to U.S. Oh. soccer fans. Duh. Well, see, now, see, that's the that's the thing. I'm like, under, I'm already under the assumption that we're qualified and we're not going to lose by six goals to Costa Rica. So... You are what a what a trusting guy you are. You must pull for a club that fulfills your expectations all the time. They never let me down. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> never. <I'm> just... <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I'm I am legit like I got so uncomfortable watching the US national team unveil that qualified banner when I was like. <laughs> no, no, not yet. We're about to go to Costa Rica. We have no idea what's going to happen. I'm not willing to sit there and bank on that. Can't, can't do it. But yeah, it, U.S. U.S. will. But if if we're going to be honest, they should qualify tonight, which would be should. cool. But I will say it's pretty. Uh, I don't know if it's the coolest thing to be unveiling that banner before you've actually. Well, it's, yeah, it's a weird. It was a weird move. I think it was a bit of a weird move. I'm surprised that Greg Berhalter went for it because I mean, I'm sure, you know, the word was they didn't know what was on the banner. Well, they, somebody read the banner. Come on, what are we doing? You know, you know how we are today. We just hey, so, you know, uh, so you're do telling you agree me to these conditions. Click, click, yes, click, click. You know, here's a big banner. Hold it up. Whatever. There could have been anything on that banner then. Anything. <laughs> you just hand it to them and they're just walking. Come on. I don't I don't buy it. They're lying. They knew exactly what was on the banner. I I am I am going to uh, side with you on this. <laughs> I would hope I, so. I, I agree. I would hope so. Uh, yeah. Um, so anyway, uh could be cool if US national team actually qualifies for uh 
for World Cup. We've got a uh, question from uh, from Twitter that's coming later about uh, U.S. national team, um, which is interesting for the folks, for the Everton uh, U.S. folks. But not everybody who is watching and listening to this uh, are from the U.S. Uh, and even uh, even care. Right. Uh, not that That's team. True. So, yeah, so we got to make people, sure. Some of you people, your team's already qualified and have been for quite a long time. Some of, uh, you know, some of you people take a look at our team and they're like, you know, and, you know, trust me, it wasn't long. It wasn't too long ago before we were doing that same noise. But now we have some kind of hope of uh, not being a total embarrassment. Uh, so that's a start. Well, one of our clubs has to do the right thing. Something. Um, gosh, what can we talk about before we get to Everton? I feel like I'm not ready yet. Uh, Jake, uh, Jake, you has a beard for those of you on the I do. via podcast. Jake it's has rather a, full. It's a pretty impressive beard. Um, it, I, it, I don't know if it would win awards, but he kind of looks like even more of a badass. <laughs> the hair is also very long. You just can't see it. It is. I was, I was noticing that earlier. Uh, it it kind of came un, unfurled from, your, from right. your headphones, like a little, like a curl kind of went like this. And I was like, <sighs> it's very long. It's incredibly long. I'm like, Jake, you look like you could be a front man for a Christian rock group. <laughs> I totally could. I totally could. <laughs> We gotta get you on like a beach somewhere, the black and white filter, just looking forlorn, you know. Yes, yes, definitely. If, if figure out a a good a good uh, a good name for your Christian Christian rock album. That would be the cover. We gotta work this out. Yes. All right. You know what's gonna happen is someone here hearing this is is going to design your Christian rock album, and it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be Aaron. Let's face it. I know. It's going oh, to be I know. Aaron. I know exactly who it's going to be. <laughs> not shocked me at all. <laughs> if for, the, for those of you who watch, watch and listen to the show often, Aaron, as you know, is Bowsy Toffee Tits, who you know, was on our last show and got started, uh, got acquainted with the show, discovered our show through Reddit and started just submitting tons of questions. And I loved his username. And all of a sudden, he's on Twitter. And now he comes on the show, and Jake's met him for God's sake. I've it's had pints really with cool. him. Yes. yes. So it's really, I will say that's one of the coolest things about the uh, the Everton uh, American American Evertonian culture. Uh, the idea of actually being able to meet some of these freaking cool people that uh, contribute to the show that you that you sit there and you talk to on Twitter. You're you're you actually have a chance of meeting them and hanging out with them. And you realize one of two things: a) they're so much cooler than they—they're even cooler than they seem; or no. b) which is why I don't meet anyone. <laughs> Horrible disappointments. All right, because you know, I don't know. I mean, I want to make sure I don't disappoint everybody. I, this is be me here. This is the bar. Although I got to be honest, I think I could only go up from here. I mean, you know, I guess if you say so, Jerry. Uh, I will say, um, 
to everybody else out there. Um, I will be in England. I will be at the United match. It's going to happen me and I'll be with my son Bennett. So if you are, if you, if you see this gray hair and these scratched ass blue glasses looking confused and lost, but somehow still really happy and at home, it's me. Just do me a favor. Be nice because I'll have my kid with me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Figure out a code, code way to, to, to make it sound nice. Yes. Mm. Right on. Right on. So, yeah. So that'll be my first trip to go to sin. I am um, I, I've actually very never jealous. Yeah. Well, yes. very well again, jealous. but I didn't get to go to the Florida cup either. And so I was jealous of that. So and the bummer is like, I'm going there and I'm only going to be there for like the day, that day up. So it's not like I'm able to spend the night and really spend a lot of time hanging out and sightseeing and getting to right. town. It's going right. to be like, go see the game, meet a few people. And that's going to be about it. Um, I'm psyched. Um, Toffee Blues John has been just an absolute amazing person helping uh, me and Bennett figure out like how to get around and what we're going to do and all that stuff. Um, and he acts like it's not a big deal. And I'm just like, shut up. You know, it is for us. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's like one of those lifetime things and we're really excited. And, uh, so if you do, if you do see me, um, you know, say hi. Yeah. Say hi. Oh, um, trust me. They'll do more than that. They'll buy you a pint. Oh you know, my God. <laughs> I, I, so hammered. <laughs> all i need is to be in a city i've never been in before completely drunk and guiding my nine-year-old around that's right yeah that's right <laughs> oh anyway uh really excited though um it's just something i've been wanting to do for years and years and years and years so it's a thing um so yeah uh moving on before we actually get to everton stuff i was trying to think of a good conversation topic that has nothing to do with anything Everton or anything soccer before we start answering these questions that people have submitted. Jake, I want it to be British based. So Jake, okay. is there, what is your favorite, let me rephrase this. What is your favorite British show? And what do you think it says about you? Um, I really, really enjoyed, um, oh, I'm blanking on the name here. Um, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch plays Sherlock. There we go. I was blanking. I was, I was blanking. Sorry. Jake. I got it. We're good. It's We're the good. main character's name. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. We're good. We're good. Everything's I've got Jerry calling. <laughs> Jerry will be all right, everyone. He didn't die. Um, <laughs> anyway, Sherlock. Sherlock is what I was blanking on, everyone. I completely failed on that bit. That's so great. That's awesome. I oh, love that. Okay, so Sherlock. Um, what is, what is me really enjoying Sherlock say about me? Um, yes. It means I have a good attention span, I think. Yeah. Because there's a lot going on in that. Not, I mean, this is a bit of a joking answer, but at the same time, it's you know kind of serious. There's a lot going on in that show. There's a lot of storylines. There's a lot of little things in that show that you could miss and be like, "Wow, what's happening? I missed it." Um, you know. But other than that, I mean, I, I don't. I don't really think 
that says a whole lot about me, you know. <laughs> I, I think there's a lot of people who would enjoy Sherlock. Um, I also really enjoyed Luther as well. That was an excellent Ooh, show. Me too. It was was really I like good. both those shows. I think they're both awesome. Luther was my second introduction to Idris Elba, with the first being The Wire. Right. And, and he plays a lot Stringer of people's Bell. first. Yes. Plays Stringer Bell. And he's not mine. Not, it was not. Actually, Sherlock was my first introduction to Idris Elba. I didn't watch The Wire until I saw him in a bunch of other stuff. Oh, so you had seen him in Luther and everything? Yeah, I'd seen him in Luther. I saw that movie, that terrible movie, The Dark Tower. Don't judge me. I saw it. It was. Now, I wanted. I wanted to watch it. Was, it, no, too. it was I just terrible. After, after people like you said, ah, uh, it was terrible. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. Wow. Yeah, but like I had saw a bunch of stuff, and then I saw him in The Wire, and I'm like, hey, look, it's Idris Elba. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I when I first watched that show, I had no idea where he was from. I was like, oh, he's good. He's an American guy. What an American actor. What a great guy. You know, he's awesome. And then I found out, uh, yeah, it was, you know, saw him in Luther and I was just like, whoa, what is actually happening? Brain melting. Yeah. Just really, it's cool, man. It's cool. Because he's, he's one of the, I mean, I feel like he's a lot of people's favorite part of the wire. Um, yeah, man. Luther's great. Sherlock is, you know, I've watched, watched all of those with my wife as well um what does it say about you to like those well you like mysteries yeah you know yep you like mysteries um you're not afraid to not have all the answers when you're going through a show you're patient um you're okay with potentially feeling dumb at times <laughs> because that's the way those they work like that right um but yeah man those are good answers but i also but, really like benedict Cumberbatch because he's he's great he's he's great in pretty much everything he does so yeah i just we just saw him and uh we we went and saw our first film in the theater for a while we went and hey all right, spider-man right. far from yeah home. all right it's good that was yeah that was incredible yeah it was fun i i did not it reminded me of how freaking charming Andrew Garfield can be when he's not doing some, so, so, you know, it's ridiculous accent. Just be cast, cast appropriately. And he's freaking great. You know, because I remember Hacksaw Ridge. His, I'm used, I, I hate bad South, like bad Southern accents, you know? And, and his just crushed me. because His accent might have been bad, but that movie was phenomenal. It's a really great story. It's a great story, right? Yeah, like, yes. And uh, my buddy, actually, uh, one of my friends from film school, like helped work on that script and helped work on the part of the production company and everything that worked on it. So it's like, I got psyched to watch that. I was like, I know somebody at the credits. Oh, my God. <laughs> and when you're in film school and you see that, it's like somebody else is like, yeah, they're doing it. Yeah. But uh but yeah, but his accent killed it for me, dude. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but, um, and I first saw him in like a random Doctor Who episode back in the day. But he's fantastic in this movie. He's freaking charming. You know, he's, yeah. he just, you know, the whole time I'm just like, ah. Oh, yeah. Apparently he's like a really good Broadway actor too. Like legit good. acting chops on stage, which is good. cool. Yeah, because not, 
I mean, the, the problem is every star gets a chance on Broadway and they, they, they probably shouldn't. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not being cast for their, you know, talent. A lot of times they're being cast for their um, name and how many followers they have on yes. Instagram. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's the thing. It's real. Um, which is why there's so much bad Broadway stuff um, that no one should watch. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so very good answers. I like those. Thank you. Um, I am going to go weird. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with a, a comedy. Um, and I have it, you named two, so I'll name two. I, it, it, it's a Matt Berry connection for the two. I have to say the IT crowd and Dark Place. Have you seen either of these shows, Jake? No, no, I have not. Okay. Watch the IT crowd. Okay. Uh, IT crowd is more of a, it feels like a more straightforward, like sitcom kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. a setup. Um, Richard Ayoade's in it. Um, I mean, it's, just awesome okay and it's so good that my my kids love it all right we started watching with my kids even though it's not super appropriate but fantastic show uh chris o'dowd's also in it those are in matt berry those are the three names you'll probably recognize um (coughs) but fantastic show um also uh a really weird one called dark place dark place is like a mockumentary type show. It starts, that's the frame. It's this horror writer, Matthew Holness is playing Garth Marenghi. And he's basically saying, hey, I've been this famous horror writer. Back in the day, we made a show that broke all the rules. It was awesome, but they never screened it. It sucks. So guess what? I just got access to the footage and now I'm going to present it to you. Here it is. And we're going to intercut interviews with me and my producer, Dean Lerner, and my co-star. Yeah. So, again, Matthew Barry and Richard Ayoade is in it, too. Okay? And it's so bad. So bad on purpose. <laughs> it's fantastically terrible. And what's hilarious is they made this terrible show. Like, all the exterior shots are models of, like, a fake hospital. And yep. it's poor camera work, poor acting, poor writing for every set design, special effects, it's terrible. And it's chef's kiss, it's so bad. It's the, mo- it's the most beautiful terribility that I've ever seen. It's so, so funny. And, uh, and, they, and what's hilarious is they made it look like they had no money to do anything, right? They That's made great. it so cheap. That's and great. the funny thing is the show got canceled because it cost too much to make. <laughs> Oh, the irony. Are you freaking kidding me? That's great. Yes. No, that's great. So anyway, Dark Place, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place is on Amazon Prime. That's where I watch it right now. And IT Crowd's on Netflix. So both very good. And I don't know a lot of people who don't like either of those shows. I feel like everybody I show them, my kids love both, actually. And they're kids. And frankly, they should not find it funny. It should not make sense, but they they love the shit. <laughs> right. So anyway, and my wife and I both love both. We're weird. That's what I was gonna say. We're weird people. So something that's made to look like it's terrible is just 
gonna kill us every time. Just right. Love it. Yeah, we love. So. Anyway, so what does it say about me? I like comedy. Yes. I'm weird. Uh huh. I like shows about outcasts. Uh huh. That usually don't fit in super well because I feel the same. And huh. I do like shows about shows as well, like shows about uh, making things. You know what I mean? Like right. meta style stuff. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else it says. Uh, or maybe the fact that uh, I have trouble taking myself seriously. Anyway, right okay. on. I'm gonna ask my wife what that actually. I never. I didn't actually think this answers through. I just improv that whole bit. How about that? By the way, are you in a freaking haunted house? No, is the sun is going down, so I'm either going to have to figure out a lighting situation, or we're just gonna wait to. I think you're. The- I, I was like, are you getting gradually spookier? You're like, when we start talking Everton, I'm gonna, I'm gonna freak everybody out, and I'm gonna look just absolutely, yeah. And I think that's good. Maybe you look really forlorn, you know? Right. But it's good. Right. Me and then the void, the void behind me. This is how I feel about Everton right now. It feels like just total darkness pressing down on your shoulder. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) If you remember, like when we started, the walls were blue. You know, now it's completely black behind me. I wonder what's happening there. See, that's the thing. I feel like this is just straight up metaphor. Uh, you know, at first this was so bright and cheery, and now it's time (laughs) to talk Everton, and it's freaking spooky yes all right just okay so we have some everton based questions to answer uh or just questions to answer that people have sent into the show um additionally uh we have a west ham preview to get to and i gotta be honest i don't know if that's gonna feel good to preview that Uh, probably not i just is what i say um okay let's start aaron free has asked us five questions i'm not going to ask all five in a row because there's another question that someone else has asked so i hesitate to just tear through one dude's questions first all right but i will so let's start with the first two of aaron's Aaron asks, number one, honest assessment of Franny Lamps makes us dance. First few months, more downs than ups. Is it just squad quality? He has made some tactical mistakes, in my opinion. There's the first one. And Aaron, I'm just going to say something. My accent is like not cool. I don't sound like you when I say this stuff. I sound ridiculous. You make it sound like, hey, I'm from another country and I sound freaking awesome with everything I say. I could say freaking what anything. If I say this, if I say freaking <laughs> makes us dance, all right? <laughs> I just, I, I, I bring awkward. What I do. I am, I am I am I am the awkward in the world. All right. So I you're gonna have to tone this back or try to craft it where I'm gonna sound at least not 
I think I got the gist of what he's saying there. Yeah. Oh, oh, I got it. I just, I just can't. You didn't want to repeat it as you know verbatim there because it's me, and I'm not gonna sound cool in any way saying anything. But if you set me uh, up, just, oh my gosh, still, still love you, Aaron. Damn. Oh, that's funny. Right. So, talk to me about, about Frank, Frank Lampard. Frank, Frank Lampard, yes, <laughs> our new, our new gaffer. Okay, so. Uh, yeah, of course there's been more downs and ups. We're terrible. Like we're, let's face it. We're shite. Like that's just, that's just the way it is. Um, it's a squad that on paper has a lot of quality. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's got Richarlison. It's got Dominic Calvert-Lewin. It's got Donnie Vandebeek. It's got Deli Ali. Well, he just wants to go by Deli. I apologize. Uh, it's got Anthony Gordon, you know, it's, got some players he's got Abdullah Ducore and Alan and you know Jordan Pickford is England's number one and it, you know people like to debate whether he's actually and Anwar El Ghazi Jake Anwar El Ghazi is around somewhere somewhere somebody find him is he around are we even sure like are we sure he's around um sorry to interrupt so- I just had to say that because he's a thing yeah well thanks a lot Mashiri and your <laughs> Super agent friend Kia face. Yeah. By so, the way, just just so everybody knows, Jake and I both have gotten over being sick, so we cough during this. Yeah, show. we're we're yeah, we're both yeah, terrible. It, we just so. cannot help it. I'm Apologies really sorry. in advance. Yeah. Um, so on paper, they're a very talented squad. Uh, you look at it and you're like, okay, well, that's either a mid-table team or they're pushing to be in the top six, right? On paper. Uh mentally, though, they're gone. They're they're not there. Mentally, it just seems like they, they don't have anything. The lot of them, you know, I say that generally speaking, but, you know, obviously Anthony Gordon is going out there every single week and, and just trying his absolute hardest to just drag Everton to a result. It seems like Richarlison is out there every single week giving every ounce of what he's got. Uh, God bless Seamus Coleman's heart. He's trying, but he just... He doesn't have it anymore, and it's so clear to everyone. And everyone else, just useless. It just seems like they're totally, totally useless. Mentally, mentally, they're so weak that it's, it's, it's not funny. It's, it's really hard. It's really heart-wrenching to watch that, where mentally, they're, they just, every time they're not at Goodison Bark and they don't have Goodison Bark behind them, they look like they're not even there. They look like they're just milling about going through the motions, feeling like they're already down. So I, I, I don't put a lot of this on Frank Lombard. He's, he's working with not a lot, to say the least. Um, but at the same time, he's, you know, Aaron's right. He has made some tactical mistakes. You know, he's not perfect. Um, the way he set up against Crystal Palace in, in the cup match, you know, was initially working, but then, you know, quickly fell apart. And there's been some other matches. Uh, the Wolves match kind of comes to mind where it's set up and it, it was just clear from the start that it just wasn't, it wasn't going to work. So I, I'm, I'm still fully behind him. I still think he's, he could really, if we, if we, if we, if we stay up this season and we just have like a soft reset like Palace did last summer, then we could really maybe maybe do something going forward with Frank Lampard. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jerry? 
with your thoughts? I I think he was an odd choice if you're trying to avoid relegation. Um, having seen, you know, what what he's doing with the team, he doesn't seem like the kind of manager that's thinking, hey, we need to scrap for every point. He seems more like, hey, I'm trying to instill my philosophy. I'm trying to He's uh, back. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> people on the podcast, Jake just turned a light on because he was totally, it was, it was like almost totally dark um, in, his, in the room he's in. But now, but now we see his face. It, it's the beard is back. Um, but yeah, it, it was such a weird choice if you're trying to stave off relegation. I feel like you, if you're trying to do that, you, you want a defensive minded coach and it looks to me like he's trying to instill a culture he's trying to instill a philosophy he's trying to play some attacking football you know and it's it's strange because i feel like that's the kind of manager you bring in over the summer you know when you have time when you got time to do that right now i i feel like if this perform if these performances were at the beginning of the season we'd feel a lot more patient because we'd be like hey he's getting it together you know, um, there's been some bad games. There's been some good games. You know, yes, even yes. the ones that we've won, I don't necessarily think all the games we've won or that we, you know, haven't lost have been terrific, right? It, it, they, we haven't, like, run away with it. But it hasn't been all shite. It hasn't been all shite results. Let's put it that way, results. Um, yep. I don't I, – I, I don't think he's been perfect. I don't think he was the perfect uh, choice. You know, um, I like him. I think he's fine. I don't think getting another manager is the answer right now. I think right now we have bigger problems at a more root level. And right now it's kind of like we've made this choice. We need to let him. He's got a great backroom staff. And we need to figure out how in the hell we're bringing in players and how we're going to support the guy. You know, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I. It's not perfect. I'm not 100%. You know, go Franny Lamps. Go. See, I can't do it. I can't. I'm not one. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't back him completely 100%. I can't. Um, but at the same time, I think he's. I think he's doing fine. I think he's doing fine. It's not. It's not the kind of thing where. Anybody who says, oh, well, Jerry's got, got Lampard's back. Well, I mean, sort of, just because he's the one we hired. He's the one we hired, and he's the kind of coach you got to support, and you need to give him time. If you thought he was the kind of manager that's going to immediately get you results, I just don't know who you thought you were bringing in. Right. I just don't. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. So, it's tough. So, yeah. Um, so, my honest assessment, it's been okay. It's been okay. Um, I, I'm, I mean, I, I prefer him to Benitez. Ah, low bar. Ain't it? Incredibly low bar. <laughs> I would prefer just about anyone to Rafael Benitez. That guy, <laughs> I hope that guy never works again in football ever. Serious, serious ever. question for you, Jake, being American Evertonian soccer, or soccer fan. Okay. Footballer. Football fan. Uh, so if, if 
trying not to drop too many soccer bombs because you never know who's watching. Uh, but um, what if what if it wasn't Frank Lampard who was hired? What if it was Marsh who just got the gig at Leeds? What would you have thought of that? Because do you think there's a more promising American coach right now? Than Marsh? Yeah. Probably not. Um, not right? that I'm aware of. But do you um, think the most promising American coach is good enough for the Premier League? That's no, my uh, interest. That's the that's the question because I don't actually know the answer to that. Ultimately, was he at Leipzig or was he at? He was at uh, Leipzig and before he was at Salzburg. Yeah. Okay. Salzburg uh, went really well for him. Leipzig did not. Yeah, he failed at Leipzig. He did not. And there's there is a ton of talent at Leipzig. You know, one of the they're they're one of the top clubs in the Bundesliga again this season after sacking him, mm-hmm. you know? So no, um, ultimately I, I do think, I, I think the leads are probably going to be down at the end of the season. If I had to guess, if I had to put money on it, Bamford is now shut down for the rest of the season. So mm-hmm. they don't have Bamford's golds. It does seem like Calvin Phillips is going to be back into the squad here mm-hmm. in short order. Um, but I know they had a bunch of guys go out injured in their last match that they won in dramatic style, which don't get me started. Um, I've got some thoughts on that. I've got, God, I've got conspiracy theories out the wazoo about the premier league in general. We we don't really need to get into that though. Um, we're talking about, I, I, I ask you this question just because being an American, like fan of the sport, um, I know I was just curious as to what American fans thought, because it seemed like most like British football fans thought that he would not be up to the job. And they were very, I mean, like, and obviously the majority of the Leeds fans, because they didn't want to be able to leave. So I asked the, just because I think we do have an American, uh, at least partially American audience. And I was curious about that. Yeah, no, uh, sorry to veer off course here. No, no, you're good. I yeah, just want to make sure there was a right. perspective and context for everybody. Right, 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 right. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Um, no, d- Premier League standard is, is it's really tough. You know, you have to be you have to, mentally, you have to be very strong. Um, tactical, you have to be brilliant. I think tactic wise, I think he's, he's kind of got it. Mm-hmm. Um, mentally, he's probably got it, but there's just, but there's something else. There's, there's, something else that you have to be to be a premier league manager. And, and I just don't think, I just don't think he's got it. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't, there's some intangible that I can't pinpoint that. I, I just don't see it in Jesse March. He's clearly, he's clearly very, um, he's clearly got his players playing how he wants and they're invested, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I think right now it's a new manager bounce. And Maybe. I think that's, that's probably going to fade. And if the results don't keep going their way, it's going to crumble quickly, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's, that's all based on what he did at Leipzig for me. You know, that's, I mean, he had all, he had all the talent in the world at Leipzig and, and couldn't, couldn't put it together and, and succeed. Mm-hmm. And that's an easier league than the Premier League is. Not yeah. to win, obviously, because you have to beat Bayern Munich, but yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it was one of those where 
I hated that that was his opportunity. Like, yeah. I think he's a good, promising young American. I think following Bielsa is a tough gig. That's you know, they, you're 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 asking for trouble. Yeah, you know, I feel like you're almost. I I, I didn't anybody going into that already, but they had to know supporters were not going to. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm glad he's he's gotten some decent results uh, for for his sake, for his sake. Not that I want Leeds to stay up for any reason. You know what I mean? Um, not that I want Leeds to be successful for any reason, you know? But, uh, you know, uh, I uh, I don't know. It was one of those where I just hated it. Was That was his situation, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. That that was his big opportunity in the Premier League was that one, um, you know? So, anyway, that's the only yeah, reason I asked that. <laughs> So there's one team above Everton right now, and that's Leeds United. So it's not personal. It's business yeah. for me. You know? Like, Plus, sorry. I, mean, I, I don't really, I don't really, right now, where we're at, I, I ain't pulling for anybody else. Nope. Nope. The rest of the nope. league can get bent. No offense, but F them. All right. Next question. Number two, Ryan Williams is desperate for Patterson to start ahead of Seamus, and I am just not sure, not ready. Thoughts? No, I totally disagree. Wholly disagree. He's he's ready. Um, I don't know if you've seen the clip of him picking up the ball at the halfway line or just behind the halfway line against Poland and carrying it through the entire back line of Poland and then getting a shot away on target. But I'm like, I'm confused. He must look terrible in training because what I just saw there is what Everton need out of a Frank Lampard fullback. It's it's exactly what we're crying out for. He's pacey. He looks confident on the ball. He can dribble. He appears to be able to get shots on target. I don't know what his defending capabilities are, but they can't be that bad. It just is impossible. Sorry, Aaron, but I, I wholly disagree. Like, we need something that isn't Seamus Coleman every single match. I, I don't think he should be starting every match. Sure, throw Seamus Coleman in there sometimes. But Nathan Patterson, my God, you, you just put that clip on in that match he played against Poland, and you're just like, that's, that's what we need. That's what we've been missing at fullback for the entire season. It's just, I don't, it's mind boggling. Uh, I, I, I'm really hoping that Frank Lampard was watching Scotland take on Poland um, because there was some stuff in there from Nathan Patterson that got me very excited. Jake, I got to be honest. And I think I speak for all the listeners and viewers right now. We are sick of you waffling and not taking stands having strong opinions oh i'm sorry yeah i uh i'm very notoriously on the fence about you know it. what i mean you just could you just speak up <laughs> yes sorry you know, no more fence riding for you um sorry i i say yes and no i i am at, actually going to ride the fence here okay? hey <laughs> here's how here's how you remember Jagielka. Remember that guy? Yep. Played for us. And in his last couple years, 
he would have one brilliant game and then he'd have a shit game or he'd yep. have a string of, of a few decent ones and then he would have bad ones and we would the whole time we're like why why and the whole time i was just sitting there thinking we talked about it on the shows back in the day it was like hey it, he's getting older he can't start all these games he just can't do it is right. there a chance that if we just spelled Seamus every, every, you know, every so often with Patterson to give him uh, that experience and just be very like intentional about when we do it, you know, um, because there's a really good chance that Seamus Coleman is a better defensive player. You know what I mean? In terms of making fewer mental errors concentration wise during the run of play True. it's entirely possible i don't yes. know we have no idea right but uh and also there's that leader aspect of it which you know he's supposed to be the captain right um but i i am not a fan of if you see an older players play flagging and you continue to put them in that bad position you are not doing them a favor you are not doing the team a favor and you're not doing that player underneath them a favor that needs that time. Yeah. You know, I mean, I fully expect, like, I don't, I don't know for sure that Patterson's ready. I know he can go forward. I'm worried about those defensive moments. You know what I mean? That's what I'm most concerned about. I'm worried about just him getting lots of minutes, you know, and I feel like we need to build to it. Let's build up to it. Let's, let's get him, you know, let's get him gradually there. Um, and I realize we're in a relegation battle. We need every damn point we can get and every damn second counts. I know. So the idea of building up, do we have a lot of time to build up really? Um, but I think there's nothing wrong with having an older player. Take a little refresh. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I tell you, yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah. Anyway, and Ryan and you both could be totally right. He's totally ready. Get that kid. You know what I mean? Get him in, but I'd like to see, you know, very strategically, if 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 Lampard says Seamus is our best chance to not get scored on as much, okay, it's not, wor it's not working right now though. Is it, it ain't. It is not. But he's also playing every damn game. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, give rest him. And here's, rest him and, here's my other point on this: is um, you got to try anything at this point, right? That is, you're, you're I mean, sitting. You're, at, you make a point. You're sitting at 17th in the table. You're only a couple points above Watford right now. You have to try anything to get some damn points. Mm. Anything, and if that means throwing Nathan Patterson out there, go for it. If that means Michaelinko and Patterson are starting at the same time, we we gotta try something. We 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 can't. We can't just sit here and be like, oh, well, it's going to be Seamus Coleman and Michael Keane and Mason mm -hmm. Holgate and Ben Godfrey every weekend. Like, the, it's not working. It's, it's not working. Out of curiosity, I was, I'm curious because I, 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 I was curious about our scores recently and what our scoring output looked like versus goals allowed. You know what I mean? Well, I can I can tell you that we have scored uh, one goal since February, and that was against Newcastle. That's not impressive. I mean, unless unless you, yeah, 
Yeah. Well, no, we unless, unless you count the Borum, Borum Wood game, right? I do not. Most would not. Probably got to agree. So in the league, we have scored one goal since February the twelfth, and that was against Newcastle United. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks. I mean, I got to be honest with since Lampard was uh, was hired, I feel like it's been every other game. Every other game, one shot, one shit, one great, one shit, one great. I mean, even the loss to City, we played well. All right, we you know should have had it, man. That was that was a huge one. Should have had a point in that one. Um, you know, there was another one in there where we could have had at least a point, maybe three points. I mean, I, it's it's just it's been frustrating. I mean, you go to the Leeds match and you're like, that that is what we want. That first match that mm-hmm. when we played Leeds United at Goodison and we just spanked them. We just came out and spanked them for yeah. 90 minutes. That's what it should be. That's what it should be every week. I would say I, the the first the first little crap stretch of games we had two two awful back to back, losing to Spurs five nil and losing to Wolves one nil. That's those were that was two awful back to back games where performances just were not good. Um, but we are we are lacking consistency. It's very sporadic. Um, it seems but like, I feel like that's what you're gonna get with this kind of manager right now, right? In this position, we're not. We didn't hire, you know, a, a relegation specialist to get us draws and one nil wins. That's not what we hired. It's going. I feel like when you hire a manager like this, it's going to be erratic. The thing I don't understand is is how these players can can play to that level at Goodison Park. And then it just seems like as soon as they step on the pitch anywhere outside of Goodison Park, they just completely forget how to play football. So weird. It's, it's, the away it's, mentality. It's what absurd. Is, what is it's it? It's absolutely absurd because it's very evident from the first minute. They have no idea what's going on, and they're just going to get blown away. What is it about the confidence levels that make them just shit it whenever they – Whenever I, they whenever they go away, I don't know. I, don't I wish I did. I really Spurs, wish I did. The Spurs did. game and the and the and the Palace game. Okay, so so the first twenty minutes at Palace, they looked fine. They looked like they were actually capable. Then Andros mm-hmm. Townsend goes out hurt, and then they completely fold like a house of cards, and are just completely wide open. Give up an easy goal on a corner kick, and then it's from there. It's just. Totally uninterested. Yeah, giving up that giving up that goal. That was whenever it's it's just yeah. That was oh, it's, it's the, like the that, idea of collapsing like that. It seems like it's like that every time they give up a goal. The first goal, I should say. It seems like every time they give up their first goal, they're like, oh well, we're beat. They they just which is funny because in the beginning of the season when Rafael Benitez was here, at the very beginning of the season, that wasn't the case. Mm. They were fighting the whole time. And now yeah. every time they give up the first goal, they just fold like a house of cards. So uh, I feel like this is a different question. We need to move on to the next question. But uh, yeah. so 
I mean, at this point, do we feel like, do you feel like a coach and his, a manager and his coaching staff should be able to inject that confidence and be developing some form of consistency? Understand, should they be adapting game plan around the fact that we need to survive? I mean, you would hope so. You, because I mean, Frank Lampard is said he understands the gravity of the situation and he hopes his players does mm-hmm. too. But his tactics aren't really showing it right. We're not being very pragmatic. We're being very, you know. And I, I applaud Frank Lampard for wanting to set that precedent. Like this is how we're gonna play. Yeah. But Frank, come on! Like we yeah. we need points. We need every point. We need draws when we can get them, and we need wins against the worst teams that are around us, you know? So when we're playing those mid-table and upper-table teams, pack it in. Mm-hmm. Mark the bus, hit on the counter. You've got the athletes to do it. But, like, if you want to play open like this against Burnley, go for it because I think you should be able to beat Burnley playing in this style that you want to play in. Just honestly, I feel like Burnley and Deitch are so like wily. This is where they live. This is their life. You know what I mean? And I feel like Lampard right now is a bit naive. Um, So that's, that's my concern is that, Right. You know, you play against a team like that. You've had they've had the same coach for years, same manager for years, sitting there figuring everything out, saying, This is the style we play. This is how we do it. We're playing four, four, two. <laughs> you know, yeah. every time out, yep. you know, we're gonna be we're gonna be stout, just you know, Burnley. Every you know a burn it's you know, it's funny because you know a Burnley player when you see one, right? You're like, oh, he's you know 25 years old and he's bang average. Uh-huh. Stick him on, and he's a midfielder and he plays in England his whole life. Stick him on Burnley, <laughs> and yet they still give us trouble. Uh, not right? as much as Bournemouth used to, or Newcastle does. Uh, so, sorry, I currently have a a friend. Right now, no one can see it, and I'm trying to get him to go on my finger. But there's a stink bug has gotten into my house. Oh no! And it's like currently crawling across my desk, and I'm trying to get him to. Can well, you come be Jerry, on the show, oh, Jerry. On. If you would like, while you're trying to deal with this stink bug, I could read our next question. Ooh, I like that. Let's do um, it. Are so, you? Hold on. Oh, there we go. Hey, it's a stink bug. You got him. Well done. There mm-hmm. he is. And what's hilarious is I'm holding a, p- a pest control pin. That's hilarious. That's great. <laughs> so anyway, this, let's go. What do you got? This question comes from Tim Bridal on Twitter. Um, his question is as followed. If the U.S. men's national team qualify yes. for the World Cup, then which players would realistically be good enough to play for Everton? And which player or players would you want to sign? His answer is Tyler Adams, who is a central defensive midfielder who plays for Leipzig, I believe. Yes, yes. So used to play Jerry, for yeah. before that, he was he was with New York Red Bulls. Yes, yes. So Jerry, go ahead. You you can have the floor first for this question. This is a good question. I like this question. 
Yeah. For those of you, yeah. For those of you who are in England, you know, we're massive, you know, here in the United States. That's it. There's no other point. We're massive. Deal with it. <laughs> uh, I would say uh, the one I want to, I, I, I wanted to sign. I mean, you and I have had this, a similar conversation because we have a similar, the one I wanted to sign back then is the same one. I yep. wish we could sign now. And I uh-huh. do think he's good enough for Everton. And it's in a position of need, even though we have three of them already. Yep. Serginho Dest. Hey. Yes. Plays for yes. Barcelona. Yes. I mean, and I do think he's a right back that plays for Barcelona pretty regular. He's injured right now, but I think he's good enough. He is one of one of the few players that I can point to and definitely say he's good enough for Everton, and I wish we had him. I like that. That's a good answer. Um, a lot of people – I've seen this a little bit on Twitter recently, especially after the last match when he was brilliant, and he's a guy who used to play for Everton, Anthony Robinson – He's a guy who's really been impressing. Some people saying we let him go too early. Some people arguing that he's still definitely not Premier League quality. Um, it's an interesting discussion with Anthony Robinson. Um, I think maybe they could have sent him out on loan again before deciding to sell him. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or I think not he was pressing to go somewhere. Yeah, opinion. I think I got that vibe. Right. I think, you know, whether or not he's Premier League quality, I'm kind of iffy on. Um, If he is Premier League quality, he's probably not up to Everton standards. Although, what are Everton standards these days? 17th place. So maybe he is Everton standards. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Tyler Adams is a great, is a great one. I think that's a really good answer. I think he's a really, he's a really good central defensive midfielder who can, kind of win the ball and kind of dictate going forward as well. Um, Weston McKinney is going to be my answer. Actually, I'm going to go with Weston McKinney and Tyler Adams if we could sign two because he said player or players. There was an S in there. Um, Yeah, Weston McKinney and Tyler Adams would be outstanding signings, I think, for Mm -hmm. Everton because Weston McKinney, man, not only is he a great attacking midfielder, but like on set pieces, he is incredible. His mm-hmm. ability to head the ball is absolutely incredible. Not that Everton win a ton of free kicks anyway, but it's always nice to have another target in the box on corner kicks. Um, he's mentally strong, man. That's the yeah, thing that gets yeah. me. And he's That's a good finisher. Mean. He's a great finisher when yeah. he gets the chance. Um, and, and I think Tyler Adams, if you mix him in there with uh, if you mix him in there with Donny Van de Beek and um, Alan, I think that could be just a really, really solid midfield trio if you're playing 4-3-3. I like Tyler Adams a lot. I worry about his size in the Premier League. It's my only thing. A, yeah, I think it's a valid It's worry. my only concern because I think he's a good player in some leagues. Um, I just, just because Premier League, it, I have concerns about so, like, I know, I realize, like, Idrissa Gay is, like, you know, he was not a big guy. And he played that position. Um, but he also was freaking tenacious. Yes. Yes. You know? Yeah. So, so yeah. There, there um, you go. I mean, there, but, man, there is a lot of talent on that U.S. men's national team. 
Um, mm. They, they I like, have. I a, like your Kenny McKinney answer, by the way. Yeah. I just want to say that because for those of you who are from England and, or from other country who haven't watched U.S. national team, team play much, Jake's answer is good. Just not not just because of position of need, not just but but the kid is he's the kind of like gritty, mentally tough kid that's going to jump in and defend his teammate. He's not going to take any shit. And Everton need more of that. He would kill at Everton. Like, he would be a fan favorite very quickly at Everton Football Club. That man gives 110% for the shirt he's wearing all the time, which is... And for an American player to continue to survive at Juventus, which I got to be honest with you, I just feel like there's some clubs it's hard as an American because it's really, really hard to get taken seriously as an American in world football, period. Yeah, you, you know? have to be like the top of the top, you know. Yeah. The the funny thing about the, the I think the, the the funniest thing about the U.S. men's national team is they've got a bunch of dudes at striker, and all of them are good, but none of them have really produced for the national team yet. Yeah. Everyone's kind of had their moment, yep. you know. Ricardo Pepe has had his moment, and Daryl Dyke last year had a couple of moments, and you know, Ferreira. It seems like he's not even gonna, but he's hurt right now, isn't he? Isn't yeah, he's, he's, he's coming back from injury. I still think Daryl Dyke is probably going to figure it out eventually. Um, they've got Pefok, who is doing amazing things at Young Boys right now. He's just setting the world on fire in his league. I think he could be a really good one. But this is, he's got like a bunch of dude. Ferreira had a great match against, you know, yeah. Panama the other night. Um, and he just scored a hat trick for FC Dallas a couple weekends ago. So they've got a bunch of dudes at striker, and none of them have really sealed their place as as the striker. And I think that's I think that's a really interesting thing going into the World Cup for me personally is mm-hmm. which striker is really going to take this opportunity by the horns and be like yeah. this striker spot is mine. Um, I, I think a lot of what people would bet on Ricardo Pepe, but maybe his dip in form at Gladbach has affected him or sorry uh where did he move to um he's in the bundesliga now where did he yeah move i know to? did he go no where did he go where did not he go bremen. not bremen no because they're in the hey, Wolfsburg? In, uh, did you go to Wolfsburg? Mm, drive me nuts i think you might be right maybe Wolfsburg. uh i'm sorry podcast people i messed no, that up no 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 augsburg Augsburg. He's fighting relegation with Osberg, and he hasn't scored a goal yet in the Bundesliga. Um, you know, he came in with a lot of fanfare, so I don't mm-hmm. know. You um, know, you know, a player that I wish we could keep our tabs on, dude. That is not—is it a position that we really need? But I don't know if he's quite right for this league. Miles Robinson, a center yeah. back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, he is a very promising young American talent center back for Atlanta United. Yes. And he's come in and just been starting. Like, I mean, he's done great. People have been very impressed with him on the national team. You know what, you know, what's funny is like his, his partner Walker Zimmerman has really, really come on in these last Mm -hmm. couple matches. And he's been incredible with the national team. He's done well. I guess uh, I was hesitant because of his age, but you're right. They've been done well as a partnership. Yes. Yes. So uh Gio Reyna is another man. Gio Reyna is Gio Reyna. I, I, I didn't I actually didn't forget Gio Reyna, but I like, did. 
but man, every time he plays, I'm like, he is incredible. He is just he's a great young player. He I, sets I, the world on fire, I'm, man. I'm so annoyed I forgot about him. I still I still would say Dest in a in a heartbeat, but I gotta tell you, Gio Reyna is uh potential. The potential when you watch him play. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he absolutely belongs in that Dortmund squad that he's yeah. on. Oh yeah, he's, definitely. He's definitely. just and he's grown. He's gotten taller. Um, I mean, he the idea to get that kind of creative play from a player that's that skilled, he's just a smart player. You yeah. know, um, yeah, that's another good one. So anyway, we, we've explained, we've we've discussed some options here. This yes, is, this is yes, cool. yes. Um, and I know Turner's a good keeper, but he just got bought by Arsenal. I think yeah, he's, he's in player. Arsenal. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So next. Um. All right, Aaron. I hear you. <laughs> Question three, will we stay up? Four. Oh, you already get, no, it's three. Well, well, it's question three of, you're right. Well, that was question four total, question oh, yeah. three of Oh, it's of Aaron. Aaron's question. Yes. Hey, yes. we yes. were both right. Yes. Or wrong, <laughs> however you want to look at it. Okay, so his question was, will we stay up, right? Correct? Yeah. That's the first uh, question. Uh, yikes. Um, yes, but it won't have anything to do with Everton. We'll stay up because there will be three teams worse than us, and that's it. Freaking great answer. We will, we will finish in 17th and no higher. I want. I wish that was my answer. You know what? Yes, we will stay up, but not because of anything Everton does. Yes. It will it will be because there's three teams worse. We'll finish in seventeenth and no higher. Is that cool? If I just say everything you say verbatim, I mean, so it's really hard to argue the opposite. Yeah, I mean, you could argue that we'll go down, which is a valid argument. I think I don't believe that. Mm. I, I I do I do very much believe that Watford's not going to have enough, and Burnley's not going to have enough, and Norwich are basically already down. So what, what games do you think we'll get points is the second half of that? Because we both oh said God. yes. So I think, you know, okay. what games do you think we'll get points? I'm just going to go ahead and say, I think we'll get points versus Leicester. Okay. Wow. That's one. Yeah. Huh. I, I, I'm not, I'm not buying into Leicester this season. It's not. That's fair. That's um, fair. I think only one of the matches though, because we got to play out. I think we'll, I think Leicester we'll beat them once too. and draw with them once. I think we'll get points. <laughs> By the way, something hilarious. Okay. Just as I am on the ESPN app right now, West Ham's crest. Right. I don't know if you can see this. Is yeah. It's yeah. Oh, they just fixed it. It was Arsenal one second ago. That's so weird. Oh wow. <laughs> it was Arsenal one second ago. You know they the they still when you. When you go on ESPN's app, just the normal app, and you check scores, if Brentford are playing, they still have the old Brentford uh, crest as Brentford's crest on the yep. ESPN app, which is really funny. It took them uh, forever right, so to continue. get the new, the get new point? badge, for the new crest for Everton as well. It took them a while. Yeah. Yeah, um, they still had the one with, like, the yellow. So, so you think they'll get a point, the points against Leicester? 
I think we'll get points versus Brentford, Leicester twice. I think uh, here's the deal. I'm having to will this into existence. I think we will get some kind of points against United because I'm going to be there because I need it for this. Yes. That'd be incredible. Um, wow. Uh, so I don't think I, I hesitate to get points against West Ham. I hesitate. I, I mean, we're away at Burnley, aren't we? Yes. Yes. I mean, I just, yeah, yeah that's things that aren't. Yeah. Know. Oh, I think we'll get points against Palace at home. Wow. I think we'll do it. It's I know Palace group. are good, but I think at home, I think we're pissed. I think we'll be pissed. And I think uh, we'll use a little mojo. Uh, Brentford and yeah, I think that's about it. Okay. Um, I believe that we will not get any points against West Ham. I believe that we will not get any points against Burnley. I think we're going to beat United at home. I, I Look, so United have this weird bugaboo about playing at Goodison Park. Um, it's really, it's really quite something. Um, in fact, you know, I mean, they, they have won a couple of the, of the last ones at Goodison Park, but like, it's been a place where sometimes Manchester United just get caught and it's, it's incredible. Um, they haven't beat us since December of 20, which is something. So even if we don't win, oh no, they beat us in August of 21. Duh. Sorry. I'm reading the internet long. Uh, so anyway, I, I think, I think we're going to beat United. Just call it a hunch. I don't mm-hmm. think we're going to be, I don't think we're going to beat Palace. Um, I think we'll, I, I agree with you at home against Leicester. I think we'll get something out of that. I don't know if it's going to be a win, but I think mm-hmm. we'll get something out of it. We're going to get absolutely crushed by Liverpool. I might not even watch that match because it's going to be miserable. Uh, um, oh, and it's going to be at Anfield and they're in the title race. I just don't watch that. I really, I can't that describe never you. speak of it again. I mean, I can't describe to you how much I don't want to watch that. Uh, then they play at home against Chelsea. They ain't going to beat them. Then they play at Leicester. Ain't going to win that match. I do think they'll beat Brentford at home, which is hopefully enough to keep us up because then they play at Arsenal to close out the season and they're not going to win that one with Arsenal pushing for top four. So, I mean, we're looking at... And it's away. So we're looking, we're looking at maybe two more wins the rest of the season and maybe like seven-ish, six, seven-ish points the rest of the way. And that's cutting it. That's cutting it really close. Let's call it seven points, right? Uh, oh, I don't like that at all. I am I like gonna say. Uh, I was gonna say eight or nine points, but yeah, I mean we're we're on the same course here, man. Yeah, so, I just. Yeah. It's crazy yeah. to think that seven points might be enough to keep us up, but. I just, I, I really don't see it in Watford, Burnley, and Norwich. I don't, I don't know what their schedules are like. I don't know how easy or difficult they are, uh, but I just, I don't, I don't see it, especially not in Norwich. Norwich are basically down. Um, Watford has been playing a little bit better, but they're still not very much of a threat, I don't think. So, yeah. yeah. There you go. All right. So. 
sorry it's just that was just such a sad thing to go through yeah, uh to go through just, all those games it's just yeah, in the just. really really sad i don't want to think about it like that oh it sucks uh aaron's next question not including your home states where would you like to see everton for their usa preseason tour oh so i was thinking about this earlier yeah um i think tennessee would be a nice a nice state to go to jake jacob ritchie uh jake ritchie would be there he's come on the show a couple of times he's a um, blues guy so he's or, in that area if we went to nashville that'd be that'd be pretty sweet um i think texas would be fun i think texas would be a lot of fun it'd be really hot but florida yeah, is but really imagine hot. it would imagine it's austin and it's like weird austin it would be super strange sick. and cool it'd be really yes. sick um oh, be i neat. think I think Minneapolis would be a lot of fun, to be honest with you. I think that could be, I think that'd be a lot of fun. I've got some family up there in Minnesota, so swing by, see some family friends, mm-hmm. get to watch Everton a little bit. Oh, and I, there's one more state that I thought of that is really near and dear to Jerry's heart. I think North Carolina would actually be a cool state to have. You know, a lot that'd be awesome, North Carolina. So I, can't, I, I don't. Uh, it would be really, really freaking cool if they uh, if they came, but. Yeah, that would be neat. Jeez, because I've always felt like I've had to travel like big time to make all this stuff happen. But yeah, that would be that would be awesome. Very cool, especially if it's in Charlotte and the Carolina Toffees guys are down there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're like Cameron and all them and Robert yeah. and yeah, they're there's just a good crew down there. Yeah, I got to meet um, those guys down in Florida and they were they were a treat. Yeah, yeah, love, awesome love those guys. Yeah, love those guys. Very cool. Uh, I I will say. Uh, a, a city that I've gone to on my anniversary one time that I loved. And I happen to know that there's a strong Everton contingent in uh, Chicago. That'd be neat. Uh, that's a close drive for me. Yes. Yeah, see, that's another thing as I figured that would be um, it's like a four hour drive for me. I would not be opposed. I would not be opposed to Cincinnati just throwing that out there because that stadium looks amazing. And I know people there. So that's cool, which is strange. That, that'd be nutty. I would absolutely lose it. I know you would. But you guys would, I mean, the idea of you being like tour guide, oh, my God. Let's go. Let's get it. Very cool. <laughs> um, there's there's two that I know I would like to do. Um, I mean, if it was in, like, like Miami, Florida, again, I wouldn't hate that. Dude, that'd be um, nice. Because I didn't get to go. So I'd nice. love to go there because I, I got to meet a, I got to meet Jordan Sanchez. That's what in. that's what I was gonna say. It'd be cool to meet him. Yeah, um, he, him and his wife are are dynamite people. Shout out to Jordan and his wife. They were great when I was down there. So see, it's interesting. I I feel like we're saying places where uh, a lot of these places are places where we know there are people uh, who are Everton supporters that we've like met before, or talked to before, and I think that's awesome. You know, that's just very cool. I'd go um, to New York too, by the way. I was actually going to say New York. That I'd go to me. New York. I would honestly just any excuse to to go to New York. I'm just trying to figure out what field they would be at. I mean, I, they'd have, they would have to play in Red Bull Arena. Like, not a not know? a chance. There's no way they're going to play at Yankee Stadium. Like, this is not. I don't know happen. if I'd want them to. Like, it'd be it's cool so to go depressing. to Yankee Stadium. It'd be but so it'd be depressing. Little. <laughs> so it'd be like when they played at. Um, AT&T. I think oh, I know exactly. Yep. That's what I was thinking. Yes. When we so went to sad. shootout. 
It's so that sad. Had, it was that against Juventus. That yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so there's, I mean, and uh, you know, the possibility like uh, Seattle has always been a cool place to me. I've always wanted to go there. Never gone. Love oh, that. That's great. Freaking, yeah, it's a freaking great city. Portland. Portland's supposed to be. Yeah. Ooh, that's what. That's a. That's the, of my of the MLS teams. That bucket list number one. Like. Mm-hmm. It would be Providence cool. Park. Oh. And uh, additionally, um, I just want to throw this out there. Wouldn't mind a Canadian city. Wouldn't mind like Montreal or Toronto or Vancouver. Not a bad Vancouver. idea. These are, I mean, Vancouver's a heck of a drive or a heck of a flying, heck of a flight for me. A drive would be absurd. But I've heard Vancouver's like the coolest place. Yeah, you know? not a bad idea, Jerry. Not a bad idea. So Canada, I mean, as strong as their national team is getting right now, they're nuts about the sport right now. They're prime to be converted to, to pull for a team in a relegation battle. Let's do this. Shout out um, to the people, uh, the Southern California Toffees and the San Diego Toffees, but I don't want any part of California. Sorry, lads. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. It's just, it's, it's a lot. California is a lot. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, I, I want to see California, but like, California is kind of intimidating to me. I'm not going to lie. It's like, the okay, one. see, that's, that's a little bit different of a reason. It's not like I don't like it or anything. It's, it feels intimidating and I get it because it does. But I, I having been to LA a couple of times, um, you know, as long I enjoyed LA because I had somebody driving me around. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much better. Every time right. I've been to LA, right. it's right, I had right, somebody right. driving me around. I didn't have to do anything or think about anything. It was just like, hey, let's go there. And so that's how, you know, it was enjoyable because I wasn't right, having right. to deal with all the pains in the ass that that city can provide. I just got to reap all the cool benefits of it. Right, right. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'd be down with California too. I know my family would. Just again, it's, a, it's another long flight, you know? Yeah, for me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's, I will say, there's a lot of cool stadiums that are cropping up all over the place. And Kansas City that, would be cool. That the stadium in Kansas City is pretty awesome. So Salt Lake City, you know, like they, they've got plenty of options, man. Plenty yep. of cool options. Don't they? Don't, don't they have a new stadium in like Louisville? They do have a stadium. It's not very big though. Um, it's, it's fairly new though, right? It's brand new. It's brand spanking new. Yeah. Oh, Orlando. That's what I was thinking of earlier. Orlando's, they, they've got a newer stadium. That stadium, whatever stadium they just had, that freaking U.S. national team game in, the atmosphere was awesome. So good. Anyway. I mean, I, I'd go back to Orlando again for Everton. It was yeah. really cool the first time, so. Yeah, I was I was there for other reasons, then we left. <laughs> yeah. I was there just as every, everyone's flights are getting in, and I'm like, bye, everybody. See you. Bye. <laughs> work. Right. All right. So anyway, we, I feel like we've said like everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. If we miss your city, I apologize. We love you. Well, guys. no, here's, here's the deal. I mean, I gotta be honest. The more you talk, like I remember uh, we've had people on from St. Louis and, and they make their city sound amazing. Like all these different places. Um, and so I, yeah, I, I will be excited to go anywhere. Cause I'm really, to be honest, this, I, if you're getting to hang out with the people from there, you're going to get to know the culture. And for me, that's essential. 
If yeah. I go to a place, I want to get to know exactly what the place is about. Right. I don't really want the touristy vibe. Right. It's not who right. I am. Yeah. So. Right. Fuck. All right. So final question, and this is just freaking silly. If the USA tour were to happen and we can finally have our long overdue Toffee Blues in the USA, Jerry Jake, Bowsy Toffee Tits sandwich, who else would you like to join us as a filling and why? <laughs> oh, I don't even know how to answer that question, Aaron. Like, I don't, I don't know what he wants. I, I don't know what he wants. I think he just wanted me to read it and and and. I'm sorry, Aaron. Like, uh, she, wh- whoever's there, right? Like, whoever wants in, like, who wants in, right? <laughs> See, I wasn't sure if this was like a pie in the sky. We're supposed to name like a celebrity or something, or if we're supposed to be like <coughs> naming like I don't know somebody that we know from like Everton Twitter, or right? Yeah. You know? So, oh, so man. yeah, I don't know who's as weird as we are. <laughs> you know, not many like, like us. We're yeah. a weird. There's not many like us. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's some folks where you're just like, well, they'd be super fun, but I don't know if they're as weird as we are. Like they'll be, you know, they'll they'll be psych, they'll be cool hanging out, and then they'll be like, ah, oh, man, I just realized Jerry's weird. So it's <laughs> it'll mess up the sandwich action. We need someone who's going right. to be like totally comfortable with it. Right, it's hard. I, don't know the I will say um, the good news is if they win, hopefully when they come to the United States again this season for preseason, um, a lot of the people in the UK who wanted to come over couldn't because of COVID restrictions. But now that COVID restrictions are being lifted, we would have many more scousers with us, which would be awesome. It would be awesome to have some people on holiday uh, hanging out with us in the states and drinking beers. I have beers been waiting to meet be some really of these cool. people for years. It would be, yeah, be really cool. So, and, and, and the cool thing is, I'm getting to meet some of them when I go to England. But I, I know that I'm not. I'm going to miss some of them. And the idea of some of them being able to come over here, that'd be rad. We're talking about you, John, coming to the states. <laughs> ah, yeah, dude. I think. Uh, Gosh, that's the thing. I, I just want, I don't want it, I want it to be awesome when they come and not like totally boring and just be like, oh. yeah, this is my life. It's really, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. If, I gotta, if we, I gotta like, plan stuff, you know? Right. Exactly. Like, we're gonna have to get up with whoever the locals are and be like, okay, what's some fun stuff to do? Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. All right. That is all of our questions. We didn't really answer that one worth a damn because you know we don't know how to answer it aaron let's put let's put one person really on the spot who who would have no interest being in that sandwich whatsoever he would enjoy the conversation and then he would skin out for the pillow talk i'm just gonna say should we say jeff Jeff, Jeff from our Jeff, yeah, that was the first name I thought. Of. <laughs> oh man, because Jeff would be like, "Yes, let's hang out," and then, oh, 
Oh man, yeah, Jeff's a good one. That's a good That's, answer. I love Absolutely. the idea of Jeff. I can't wait to meet him. Oh, he's so great. Excited. Oh man, yeah, I love that guy. Because he's come on the show several times. He's such a nice fellow. Oh my yes. god, love that. All guy. right, on to the hard stuff. All right, West Ham preview. This sucks. yes, yes, it does. It is going to yes. Show of hands, who actually wants to do this preview? <laughs> um, so. Nope. Everton have West Ham at the weekend. Uh, they're seventh in the table right now. 14, 6, and 10, 48 points. Previous three matches, they, uh, they beat Spurs 3-1. Lost they beat, Spurs 3-1. They lost to Spurs 3-1. Sorry, I wrote down the wrong stuff. Uh, they, lost to, they beat Sevilla, and they moved on in the Europa League, which is a big deal. Good for them. Uh, Villa, they, they beat Villa 2-1. Um, they're having a pretty good season. Yes, you know it's. A, one. I mean, yeah, it, it it's you know it's two two back to back decent solid seasons. It kind of it kind of sucks because it's like a look at what could have been because it came out either last week or the week before that David Moyes was like this close to rejoining Everton uh, before they hired Carlo Ancelotti. I think. Which... Do we feel like? Do we feel like Moyes would have been okay? Um, with the with the squad support um well if you look at him coming in before carlo Ancelotti, we were in a decent place you know what i'm saying and it wouldn't have been perfect like it wasn't perfect when he first took over at west ham it was really bad and they almost got relegated um but then after that he was kind of able to do what david moyes does and really turned that squad around. And I, th- I think he, I think he really could have stabilized Everton like he did when he came in the first time. I think he really could have done it again and really solidified himself as one of the better managers in Everton history. And it was kind of a revolving door type moment where we got Carlo Ancelotti and it was great. And he had a great season and we scored 59 points and we were looking to improve on that this season. And then Real Madrid came calling and he was off, you know, yeah. and then, you know, we, we switched over to Rafael Benitez and it didn't work. And here we are. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's rough. Yeah. I'm but kinda... West, but God, West Ham credit to him, right? Like David Moyes has them firing on all cylinders and he had the same thing going last year for him. So credit to him. Yeah. I got a buddy who's a West Ham supporter and, you know, I tell him like, you know, good job. Good for you. But I, I have to, I feel like I need to start having more of an English supporter take on this. Right. Which is screw them. Right. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I need to start thinking more like that, you know, <laughs> like it's just got to start, you know, being a little more cutthroat with support. Yep. You know? Yep. you know, too often I'm like, oh, you guys are doing well, you know, and I shouldn't. I need to just be like, eh. giving him one of these, you know, maybe I need to be like that. Um, just, it's tough when you're, you're an American supporter, you haven't been support you, you're newer to supportership. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so you tend to be polite to your fellow American supporters because there's a kinship in the fact that you're both supporting. A, it's not common. It's not, no. it's not no. a common thing. Um, but yeah, they're, they're doing well. And I'm to the point where, pfft, um, but I mean, I think we could see, 
Fabianski in goal, Cresswell, Dawson, Zuma, Masuaku. Huh, Zuma, no. Get him out of here. Get that guy out of here. Yeah, well, he's still playing. I know, but like, get him out of here. I know. That guy sucks. I know. I'm wondering how many meows this guy's gonna gonna face. And everyone, he should. Um, yes. You know, and you've got uh, Rice and Suchek and Johnson, Lanzini, Ben Rama, Antonio, and possibly if they decide to go four three three, maybe four Niles. But um, yeah, I mean they they have a lot of options. They've yeah. got a bench. They've got. I mean they're they're solid. Um, they're, they're yeah. That's the thing is they're now starting to build depth which is the one thing that hasn't been there under David Moyes. And they've just kind of gotten lucky with their injury situation where they're not getting hurt all that often. Um, oh, and by I the way, actually, this is a way, but. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's at the London stadium. So good luck. Right. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like, it's a way, but we got to remember. London stadium sucks. I mean, it does, but like. They don't, they've won one game away from home all season, and that was at the beginning of the season at Brighton. They you think they're getting season. used to, like, the lack of noise in their home stadium? So I, I, they play better They play better in a void, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel bad. That's the one thing I feel bad for. It's like West Ham supporters really loved the bowling ground. Everyone did. It was a brilliant, brilliant football ground, and yeah. then they moved into this soulless London the, stadium that's just yeah. – awful it's just awful and west ham supporters don't like it and away supporters don't like it nobody likes it i'm sure the players don't like it the pitch is a million miles away from the stands mm. it's, it's just a terrible experience to watch to be honest with you mm. yeah i mean i there's there's some things that i that i don't hate about west ham but their stadium is not one of those things nope my wording is fun there so uh <laughs> but uh but yeah um but they're they're solid they're solid squad um i i'm very i've gotten to the point now where i don't think i can pick our lineup um <laughs> you know i know pickford is starting I yeah could see, i could see us rolling with another back three back five whatever you want to call it um I could see us doing that again with Holgate, Keane, and Godfrey oh. across the back. Um, and I could see Coleman and Kenny starting as well. I could. Um, Just makes you shake your head, doesn't it? I know. And freaking uh, the more I, I look at who's not available, Alon, right? Isn't yep, Alon still suspended. Yep, still suspended. For that for his bullshit red rubbish card. red card that should have been rescinded that should have never even happened in the first place. I don't understand. You know, are they well, angry? They are they angry? They already had to apologize to us once. So they you didn't know what? Apologize again, Jerry. I, I mentioned my conspiracy theory about the Premier League earlier. I'm going to break it out here. Um, the Premier League wants Liverpool to win the title and Everton to go down in the same season. And they're doing everything in their power to make that happen. And that's why Alan's red card didn't get rescinded. That's not obviously why, but like, it's just part of their grand scheme. I mean, what do they get out of sending us down? Well, they get their ultimate storyline. They get 
Liverpool got to win the title after being behind by so X number of points and then Everton go down for the first time since 1954. And it's a tale of two sides of the city and Liverpool are clearly the bigger club and Everton are always going to be the little, it's just, it's a whole thing. It's a, there's a lot more in my conspiracy theory, but that's basically the gist of it. Well, yeah, I'm not going to say you're wrong. Because we've seen some evidence that this might be the case. I will say it's cool. You can just imagine my gray hair as a tinfoil hat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that I can um, hear, your, yeah. hear your theories. Um, I mean, I don't yeah. fully believe that, but like, you know. there it, it That's obviously tongue-in-cheek what I'm saying. I don't want anybody to take that super yeah, take, seriously. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I... I <sighs> I have a hard time believing that some of this stuff isn't suspicious. A lot of it just feels way, way too coincidental. And I know a lot of blues feel the same way. And it's, it's really frustrating getting shafted like this seemingly every weekend. Um, I, just, I just wish we could take this chip on our collective shoulders and use this to our benefit. Can we use this for motivation as uh, as a as a fan base and as a right. freaking club, right? And use this and be like us versus the world. Let's just do it, right? You know, I don't understand why we're, you know, it's almost like it's not cool, and that's why <laughs> we're not doing it, right? Yeah, come on, come on, get over yourself. So, so I don't know, uh, but I that's that's if I'm if I'm somebody with the club, I'm trying to take that and bottle it up and figure out a way to throw it into marketing. And I'm, and I'm, my manager needs to be injecting that in. So, yep. yeah. So Jerry, what do you think? How does this one shake out? Do you think the score is going to be, how bad is it going to be? I think we lose two to nothing. Yeah. I'm thinking three nil. I'm thinking three nil loss and it's just going to be, they'll, they'll be okay for 15 or so minutes. And then the, the entire title will just shift West Ham's way. They'll get comfortable. They'll start peppering the goal. Maybe they don't score before half. Maybe they get one before half. But, like, it's it's going to be rough. It's going to be 3-0. West Ham are going to win this one. And it's, I want to be, it's I wanna be clear. Be. If this were at home, I think we would win because we just took a hiding. And I think it would be – I think we'd, we'd have some motivation to play hard. I would love this to be the game – that sh- that shows some metal where we somehow grind out a point, you know, do we, and we do it on the road in the void. I feel like this would this would be nice. I don't expect us to go there and beat their ass. They're there. I mean, they've had this. They've had some stability as a, with a manager. They've been. It's been there for a while. They're having some some squad stability. They have depth. They're doing all right. But the idea of going there to grind out a result, of grind out a point. I'd love to, but I. It would be amazing, and I don't, I, think, I don't think we're there yet. I don't think we're gonna see that the rest of the season, Jerry. We should probably wrap this up. Wow. Uh, so anyway, so uh, we'll see what happens. Right now, we're yeah, kind that's of, probably we're, a good idea. We're right now. We'll see what happens. Right now, we're kind of uh, thinking that it's not gonna go go our way this weekend. It doesn't mean that we're like straight up naysaying the season uh, in terms of the rest of the season. I think we've stated that we think that there are some results to be had um so i don't want to come across as like straight up all negative 
Um, and, and, and that's it, Jake. That's the show, man. You've survived again. Congratulations. Alert the media. Uh, yeah, I think that's, I think that's the show though. I think uh, so. Yes. Jake, I want to tell you, thank you so much. It's good to see you. Good to hear you. Uh, good to catch up with you, man. You look beautiful. Congratulations. Yes. Thanks. Uh, Appreciate it. So uh, to everybody else listening out there, uh, if you're digging what you're hearing and seeing, uh, please subscribe to the Topic Blues YouTube channel. We'd really appreciate it and our podcast. Um, uh, check out the other Toppy Blues content. Um, there's a lot of really talented guys that hopefully I'll be meeting soon uh, that I've been, I used to do shows with these guys all the time and I, I feel like I don't get to talk to them anymore, but they do some good work and they're, they're, they're sharp and they're good blues. So check that out and go to the Toffee Blues uh, website if you want to see some of the content that they're writing and some of the other guys are writing. Uh, All Things Everton over there. And follow the Toffee Blues on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And uh, I think that's it. I just heard my kids coming in, uh, my family arriving downstairs. Perfect timing. So I should go. We've ended at the right time. Jake, you are a master. Uh, Thank you you so much, my bud. Uh, I really, like I said, thank you for coming on. It's good good to see you and hear you. Really appreciate it, Jerry. I love it always, all the time. Every time I come on, it's it's, it's a really a good time. Now we're going to go watch the uh, U.S. clincher spot to Qatar. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a good time. That'd be nice. Fingers crossed for good news. Uh, all right. And, uh, yeah, somehow Sunday may be a result from Everton. One point. One point. One point. Come on, lads. One Here's- point. Here's to points of any kind. All right. Much love to everybody. Take care. Hope you're doing well. All right. Bye.